this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 38 of the Schmear Campaign. I'm your host, Brian, in beautiful Jersey City, 52 degrees. In Miami, also beautiful, probably more beautiful, 77 degrees. And Always, yeah. And we're officially on tropical weather watch before okay. hurricane season. Well, fuck. We, we haven't even had our hurricane. And, and good evening to you, Brian. And, and happy Mother's Day, by the way. Happy belated Happy mother's late Mother's Day to my mama and to Deb. Deb. And everybody else. Yeah, everybody else. All the moms that listen to it. All the moms that are near and dear to our hearts. It was a weird Mother's Day, man. It was strange, you know? Everything's uh, strange. Everything's strange. But sorry, yeah, you were saying tropical weather. We had some tropical weather. I mean, it was wet, tremendously wet yesterday. Not as wet as it could have been, though. I think it could have been wetter. It could have been wetter. It could always be wetter, but it could always be wetter. Um, yeah, so we have a little, we're watching, we're, we're watching for the potential of maybe like a little tropical depression, subtropical depression kind of thing. Um, we're, we're looking in the, um, in the Saturday, Saturday to Sunday range. For? Is, what? Who would this be for? Well, right now it, it looks like it's going to be Bahamas fish storm kind of thing. Uh, Northern Bahamas, maybe, but nothing, nothing that they can't handle. They're, you know, they they can handle this one. Um, but you know, listen, it's on your doorstep, so you always got to be, always got to be watching. Yeah. Well, shout out to our people, our listeners in the fish fry. You know, stay yeah. safe, stay dry. Yeah, Nassau, uh, Nassau, can't, you know, Nassau is like one of the few places that survived last year. Yeah. Yeah, Nassau in South Florida. If I was a betting man, I'd say they're due for they're due for a pretty big hit. Well, um, this year it would be nice to not. I think it'd be nice for nobody to get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're used. You know, that's what amazing. I think we probably fucking said it um, when it was hurricane season last year. I mean, that was the infancy of this podcast. It was you know our first 10, 15 episodes. We really, were we were in the thick. Of, we were in the thick of hurricane season. Yeah, I mean, we almost had live. You know, I, 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 we almost had this one. Uh, what was the crazy one that almost hit us this year? The one that would have been bad. Um, Whatever it's name was. I'd have to go back and look at the names. Uh, what was it? It was, a, it was a female name. The one that just literally stood outside the Bahamas. It just like pinwheeled out there. Um, um, Dorian. 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 What a name. Um, yeah, that was like, I mean, that... This is the magnitude of the fact that a storm could be less than 100 miles away from the South Florida coast. Probably the most devastating storm that would have hit the United States in recent memory was that close. And scientists were so confident he was going to make that turn. I mean, that's what makes hurricane tracking so fascinating and exciting. I mean, it literally got pinwheeled pinwheel up. And it only made one U.S. landfall, I think, right? Like maybe in one of the Cape Hatteras, like on one of those like barrier islands of North Carolina. I, th I think it made. I think it did remake landfall in the in the Outer Banks region, but right. um, but it never but, made a complete United States land. I mean, it, it literally was the curve. And then you know we we went off. I do remember this. I see. I remember a lot of things from this podcast. The when I was when I gave the theory and I said, man. What if the United States coast is carved out the way it is because of all the hurricanes and just ate away at the coast that's and made right. that, you know? Yep. Yeah. I think that's probably one of the smartest things I've ever said. It's probably easily one of the and, – and legitimately. Yeah, legitimately, like, you know, you would have to bring Bill Nye to, to counter me. Yeah, listen. It made Joe Bastardi. It made – Joe Bastardi. I would love to have Joe Bastardi on. Yeah. I mean, this might be the time that we start reaching out to start getting our hurricane correspondence in line. I mean, you know, you want to be like, listen, I know you're going to get busy, you know, in the next few months. You know, if we reach out, you know, we'd be happy to record on your schedule. And we have to be, listen, I think during hurricane season, we have to be flexible. If there's something worth recording for in the middle of the week that our listeners need to I think to we know did. About, I think, did, I don't know, did we not have emergency um, updates? I mean, I think a lot of times you would just have emergency updates throughout the episode. And, but, I think yeah. Dory, and I think Dorian lasted for so long that we were talking about her for so long. It's true. It's true. 
but yeah, it was crazy because you're right. It would have it would have been devastating to the eastern seaboard, Florida in particular. And yeah. it that just, just goes back to your point earlier about that one storm that's just out there. You know, the science is getting. I mean, you know, as much as people shit on the the forecast cone and all that stuff lately. I mean, the science has gotten so much better these last few years. Um, well, you people, know, are always, kind of... people will always complain about something. They'll always figure out ways to, you know, forecasting is, is not an exact science, but it's gotten so much better. And to your right. point, it's fun. It's, it, there's nothing like tracking a hurricane. Like I learn, I learn daily, you know, and then in an active season, I mean, one mentor to another, from Brian Norcross to you, you've, you've grown into a you know more sophisticated role. No, and listen, and I and I appreciate that, and I don't pretend to be an expert. I rely upon people that are even more, you know, into it than I am. But the fact you should probably that, promote your weather list on Twitter right now for people to follow. But the but the point is, is that I love the weather. I love following the weather. You know, living up northeast tracking nor'easters we haven't gotten we, we didn't we had a very um we had like four inches of snow this winter tracking a nor'easter is fun but like it's not like tracking a hurricane a hurricane no. is the, the and i think it's because of the devastation that it can cause like it's just you know we've seen it in katrina yeah. and wilma and dorian in the Bahamas. like it's just yeah. so i think people just get so tuned into it and people who are even casual observers i think when it when there's a hurricane barreling down on you, and then when it doesn't actually hit you, people are like, "Oh, forecasting problem." It's you have you, because you have to build up, you have to build up, you have to build up, and then you know, it's you know, it's done. Like sometimes at, at that point, you're like, especially me at a certain point, I'm like, let's just fucking have it. You know, I'm ready. You know. Yeah, listen, I think a lot of people feel that way when you just you know, especially when they're you know, like a, a Cape Verde storm where they're tracking it from just oh, off. Man. Oh, you you know, that's just, you really, I mean, you feel connected with that storm. Yeah, you know, because you tracked it for almost 10 to four, almost two weeks. I would time. say, I would say exactly 10 to 14 days before it yeah. hits. And if it slows down, it could be even longer than that. And it's like, you know, and listen, the true Cape Verde storms that survive, like they, you know, and they make it, they're, they're memorable storms usually, but um, it's just, it's a, it's a great adventure. It's like, you know, it's, it really is. It, it, it's, it, it's like a horse race. You know, a lot could happen along the way. Are they going to interact with land? Are they going to, you know, uh, is there, there going to be an upper level surface? You know, uh, you know, upper level system that fucks with it. Is the water going to be cold, you know? Well, so like, they, you know, to, me, to me, the craziest part, like you're talking <laughs> about, like upper level winds and, you know, like, because that's how, that's what steers the, these systems, you know, right. and, and the the worst of it is is so high up. Like that's why, like when you look up, you don't see like the outline of a hurricane. Like it's it's so much further up. And right, right, right. Just that's why it's always crazy when they show. I think we we would share it with each other for Dorian. Just and I'm sure we talked about this, but when the, like it's fascinating to see like one how calm it is on top of it, you know. But then like when you go. Like into when they're flying over the water, and you just see like you always said, what is a what does a hurricane look like over water? And it's like a perfect storm. You can only imagine how high the waves are. You know, if you can start seeing the caps like from however high up they are. But I would love to get like a flight that's like you know maybe five like five hundred feet above the water. Is that would that be possible? Not sure. I'm sure they. Uh... You know, now, know. now they have so much technology. Like they go high and they drop the the drops nodes or whatever they're called in right, into, right. into the storm. So they get the- Is reading. Dorothy still in, is she, uh, did they ever toss Dorothy in there? And twist it there for that in the eye? Uh, not a, uh, uh, I don't know. What if they thought about it? Um, in Twister 2, it was, it was Twister 2 Hurricanes. There's a Twister 2? No. Oh. But, I'd watch it. I'd fucking. Are you kidding me? I, I'd, wa I'd watch any. I'd watch any sequel of our childhood that I love just to just to be back there. Any this other was my, was my favorite. My favorite ride at Universal. Really, love that. It's just exciting. Yeah, I love that. I like the whole backstage. I love that whole element of it. 
there were better rides at Universal. There was better rides. I fucking cheesed off a Twister. It had a great gift shop on the way out. The, the Mummy one was really good. The original King Kong? Original King Kong was great. The Mummy one that replaced it was better, though. Um, um, I rode it one time, and I can't remember who it was. It may have been Fuckface. Um, I'm pretty sure we rode it during um, Universal Nights. Right. And somebody lost their wallet. On the and, ride? Yeah, and they had to, like, wait. Turn on the lights? Yeah, yeah, they had to, like, turn on the lights and everything. I think they ended up finding – I can't remember who it is. I got, Zach would know. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, that would suck. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, – That freaked me out. Wait, was it – yeah, The Mummy took over King Kong, and then Back yeah. to the Future is The Simpsons now, I think. I've never been on The Simpsons ride. Um, uh, I think I have. I think I went once. Is Jaws around still? Or are they closed? No. Jaws is around. I think they just redid it. They redid Jaws is a great ride. Good ride. Classic. Jaws is a classic ride. But, but Jaws is very dependent on your captain. Gotta have a great captain. Gotta have a great captain. <laughs> I would be good. I would yeah, be fucking spitting that thing. And the, the, the shotgun. Captain, this would be a good captain. Absolutely. Short shorts with the, um, what do they call those hats? Like the. Um, <clears throat> what? My mom texted me something. <laughs> something worth sharing? But don't, don't, uh, don't forget to eat the silk pie. It's a chocolate silk pie. So, but you know me, like she had, we had it yesterday for Mother's Day and I'm not like a, that kind of sweets guy. You know, I, I, I'd eat a whole bag of, 7-Eleven super sour mix before. You would get a whole bag of that delivered. I've had, yeah. And hand up, I got another bag, not delivered, but on Saturday I had another bag. I love that. It's like you, that, that was, that's the only candy I'll eat. Did, have, they I, put the, have they put the plexiglass up at 7-Eleven? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, talking to someone in prison. So. I like it. I don't mind it. Yeah, they have plexiglass up at Publix, you know? Yeah, they have plexiglass up at the at the um, at the grocery store here at Shoprite, and um, yeah, it's a whole new world, a whole new world. You know, rest in peace, from? Jerry Stiller. Oh man, rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. <sighs> I mean that that is a guy that I mean if you. If you were to think of, of what the human embodiment of this podcast would be, I think Jerry Stiller is up there with, you know, just if you'd have to you know, have a human embodiment of what we're about. And, and we were talking about it, like, you know, for us, it's, it's so much of our childhood, like that you probably wouldn't even really, right? I mean, now you, you would realize it, but like, you know, Maury Ballstein is a, is a classic character, classic character, classic character, and uh, I, I watched Camp Hope director, Camp Hope director and heavyweights, and I watched heavyweights recently. And your text message, I mean, you got to give me. Well, a, if you went back well, and if you went back and read it, I won. I didn't spell it right. That's what I'm saying. So, but I would have got I, because it was a picture. MJ of, got it right away. It was a picture of Kevin James and. Um, well, that was not in reference. That was just, that was a second. It was the next text down. So when I couldn't understand your English. Second text, second to next. Because after that picture of Kevin James, I said, can't believe he looks this old. He looks this old. Like, you know. That's a caption text. I'm just saying. I would have known. Don't, don't use me. And, and, and you listen, I'll admit to my, 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 my typos, but MJ was able to get it right away. So that's just, it just didn't hit, it just didn't click. You weren't firing all cylinders yet. I was, <laughs> yeah, listen, I have a doggy now. He's, yeah, he, you weren't firing all cylinders. He's an early I just over. I, I'm just like, I'm just such a madman. What are you doing right now? I just, I look over to this piece of paper and it's just number. Look at that dog. I mean, this is like a beautiful mind. Look at this. Like, Listen, I'm glad that you take it so seriously. I mean, no, but you're not looking at it. I am looking at it. No, you're not. You look. I, I see the dog. But I'm looking at my computer screen. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, I mean, look at that. This, this, you know, just numbers, like raining numbers. Oh my god. 
All right. But it paid off. It paid off on Friday, which was nice. It's just, you know, my luck, my, my, uh, maybe you can think of a Yiddish word for it. Um, on Friday, I hit the pick six at Gulf Street. It hit, it paid out 1200 bucks. 2300 or 2400 if it was a $0.20 cent bet. I made a $0.10 cent bet. Uh, I had a lot of like, options in there. You know how much it paid out uh, on a $0.10 cent bet on Saturday? No. $15,000. Like, that's just my – yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. You know? That's I don't even know if my bookie would ever be paying me out that much. I become the book. You'd have to take a line of credit with you. You'd have to, absolutely. I'd become the book. I'd say, hey, just have people start sending me one. I'll be the book until I run out. The way you said that, like, it was, it was dramatic. I'll be the book. Yeah. I'll practice be that. You never know. You know, you never know what could happen. So, um, it's what it is. Yeah. So, rest in peace, Jerry Stiller, the godfather of this podcast. True New York. Yasher Koach. What? Yasher Koach. For our, do you want to explain that? No, it's just a Jewish thing. Yasher Koach. Like, uh, speaking of speaking of Hebrew, let me go get our Bible. Oh yeah. Yasher Koach is like uh, I think uh, blessed his memory. Maybe would that be it, bud? Uh, oh, you want to look at the Bible. No, I'm pretty sure that's uh, a, uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's like different. No, <laughs> no, Baruch Diam. No, the Yasher Koach, when you see Yasher Koach. I think that's in memory. Something, right? Yasher Koach. Do you think this is a good time for our verse? Why wouldn't it be? I'm just, I'm asking, do you want me to do it now? Yeah, do it now. We, you know, we get, I mean, we're pretty much getting into second. We, 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 we've been, we've fucking, been all over the place. This, this podcast. This one's so this a long our Bible one. verse of the week. Um, and are we going to do it the same way? How do you want to? You know, I, I, you know, since you're going to be the one that's doing this, what do you think is the most realistic way to do it? Is last week we just did one one. Are we just going to do one two? Yeah, one two. Or is that enough? Or do we need to do more? Like just to maybe get us through a page. This one's long. One, two is long? Okay, so then let's do it. So it's going to be, just so we know, and so the listeners can hold us accountable, because we're going to get through this as a podcast, reading the Bible. Um, if, if you see that there's other ones like 1-1, one, one, Genesis 1-1, one, one, you, um, you know, you can maybe go into, you know, into a few more. So you have full card watch. I appreciate that. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered this. Who was it? We think. Oh. Right, let's start from the top. Let's start from the top. You really, I loved your tone there. So make sure you say the, 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 the verse and passage, Genesis 1 2. Genesis 1 2. I think. Now, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness covered the surface of the watery depths, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light was good, and God separated the light from darkness. God called the light day, and he called the darkness night. Evening came, and then morning, the first day. I mean, that's probably one of the most important passages of our time. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's no podcast without that. That's true. You know, I mean, he literally. I mean, this that raw power. Yeah, your day and your night. I mean, he's talking. Has about anybody been night. more powerful? No. Or is more powerful? I guess still is. My apologies. I mean, I feel like we're getting into the 
now I understand what we're getting into a little bit. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we're getting into creation. Well, yeah. Well, you did. I, I, I understood that. I understood that after one one. I understand that, but like now we're getting into the crux of it. Right. Right. Okay. Like now we're really, he's Careful getting where you go. With the word crux. We're not there yet. <laughs> he he's getting busy now. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so we're we're at day one. Right. Like I can now see that he's like I can understand why at the end of this. He's probably going to want to take a nap. Okay. Well, I don't know. He's still got days. I, I don't know. I think that was just that he's still got, he's going to take his nap in about five more podcasts. No, I understand. But I'm saying like, I understand what he's going through now. I get it. Of course. The first one, the first one was very short. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's going to be exhausting, but he's got, you know, he's got Genesis two through six, three through six before, you know, he's got, he's got some work to do. Actually, be more. This text is very small. Well, as long as you listen, you're doing a great job. I, and I love that we're doing this. It is, yeah. Oh, wait. Wrong. Story. And you have a good voice for it. If, yeah, I could even, yeah, I love it. Well, I'm going to read it as God. As, well, you're you going to read it in the third person or just as God? No, like, no, as God, like the narrator. Okay. I think like, you have a better, I think your voice is different. I think it's a better, you know, to me, you're reading it almost as uh, Liev Schreiber in Hard Knocks, which is probably one of the better narrators of a documentary out there. I think that's we watch a lot of documentaries. That's that's saying something. You're welcome. Well, I gotta tell you, I welcome. I'm I'm ready for next week. I can't wait. Me too, Liev. This is gonna be I mean we got a long way to go. We got a long I I'll tell you by the time this thing we're through the middle of this thing, we're gonna be big enough as a podcast to get Liev Schreiber to do it. That should be our goal. That should be our I like you know, I'm gonna write it down. Should we should we give ourselves like a like a time frame? Well here's the thing. Like in, in the Bible, when do we wanna have Liev Schreiber by? What's after Genesis? Well, I guess Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy? I don't know. Maybe by Deuteronomy, we want to be involved with Leah Schreiber? Hold on. Oh, no, that makes sense. Okay. Exodus. Ex ooh, ooh. That's a that's big our, one. That's, our, that's going to be our chapter. Yeah, we got to keep that one. Sorry, Leah. Plus, it gives us more time to, to, to uh, own our craft, you know? Like, this is my favorite. Exodus is my favorite story. I love Exodus. Great story. Yeah. Great story. So. We persevered. And if we, want, if, you want to, if we want to pick it up, what we could do, just so we pick up the pace, is maybe you read a, ver you read a, a, a verse, and then I read a verse, so we can do two out in one night. We want to do that. Uh, okay. But I, like, I really do enjoy listening to your voice doing that, so... I'm, on a, I'm, I, I'm open to any and all. I'm open. I can keep reading if you want me to. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. We'll be here. That was very nice. Anyway. We're, enter we're entering week... Uh, we're entering week nine of quarantine. Does it feel like it? Yes. Yeah. Are people ready to get back to work? Yes. This is the first week that we can really report that things are starting to open. I'm not going to say get back to normal. Normal is relative. Rel normal is never going to be what it was before. Yeah, it's... Um... <laughs> I thought you were going off. I, I like you were going there. I thought you were going off a little bit. No, I mean I could, but you know. Uh, yeah, listen. Like we said last week, as, as long as people embrace that it's not going to be normal, we could get through everything faster. Um, you know, and um, it's tough. You know, like I'm. I'm. I'm I, this is probably the hardest week I had, just in terms of like, man. You know, we've been going at this for a while now. And, you know, I miss being on the mix. Uh, you know, it's quiet, you know. 
uh, as a single guy, you know, it's quiet in the apartment, you know, just me and the horses, really. Uh, you know, Raul, and he's been a fucking on the fritz. What's going so, on? So, um, what? What's going on? Well, he's just not, he's not working. Raul is not working. I have another not working problem. With Raul. Does he have coronavirus? I don't know what he has. He, he has, you know what he has? He has a, uh, a lazy virus. He has a fair virus. That's what he has. He just doesn't want it. Like, he turns on, but when I leave the house, you know, I hear it turn on when I'm getting out the elevator, like 8.58. I hear do 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 da, you know, by nine when I'm fucking in it because he's turned on. And then by the time I get into my car, it's like, oh, Raul needs batteries. And like, Raul's charging all fucking night, you know? He doesn't need new batteries. Or Raul needs his main brushes clean. And I'm like, well, you know, Raul should have told me that before. <laughs> so, you know, so it's, it's, he's just got to. Have you ever cleaned his brushes? I clean it once a week. Whenever I get the message, I do it. So um, it's sometimes because sometimes there be a wire caught in there. Uh, you have to rinse them. So, yeah. So it's what kind like, of stem? Rinse them. Oh. Rinse them. Uh, you know, Raul's like, I, I think maybe you got the episode already. Like Scotty Pippen, you know, quitting on the Bulls, like that one game when he walks out. Uh, yeah, that's Raul pretty much. You know, we're game five of the, of the you know, of, the, of an NBA finals game or playoff game, and Raul's, you know, checked out, you know, two seconds left. I hope you hear that. Uh, he's listening. Yeah, he better be listening. He's Raul always listening. Roomba, by the way, to any new listeners out there. Right, Roomba. Yeah, Raul is not his indentured servant yeah, in, his, just, in his studio apartment in Miami. Let's get ahead of that. Hey, speaking of sports. Oh, I think you're going to say speaking of indentured servants. No. <laughs> speaking of sports. <clears throat> Depends on who you ask about NCAA football. We're... We're getting, we're getting going. We're getting going. That's exciting. See that, that gives hope. Where that gives hope. Where you know, like I think today, the today's Monday, the eleventh, and the baseball, they all, the, I guess they approved the plan to present to what the union. And the union has basically said that it's a non-starter. So it's not hope. So it might not happen. Let's hope that that's just a negotiation ploy. Oh, okay, I hope so. I mean, you know, if, if we're going to get into, you know, here's the thing. If this is going to turn into some a type of, um, and it will, some type of glorified labor negotiation, uh, you know, there's not going to be sports. I'll, 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 you know what, breaking news, press the button. Uh, if that's what it turns out to, players, hello, players, owners, hello. If, if this is what it turns out to be, then it's like, some type of congressional bill where you're trying to get some stupid funding in for the fucking Howard University. And this is going to turn out to that for the players about some labor issue. It can be no sports. Okay. And just remember if any of you with all the people that are listening, owners and athletes in this podcast is at the actual negotiation, when you actually have to negotiate NFL, for example, labor negotiations are the, 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 the contracts of 2021, when you actually have to negotiate your collective bargaining agreement, people remember. It's bad so, blood. Bad blood. So, you know, I'm telling you guys, this could be, uh, well, be careful. Here's the issue. Red light. Here's the issue. Owners are saying that for a lot of teams, gate sales and concessions can equal up to 40% of revenue. We know that we know it's not the, the owners of the Marlins saying that. Right. Yeah. But the listen, I think I don't think it's unreasonable to say like, hey, you know, your your players and just like owners, like your salaries are dependent on the type of of years that we had. Like this wasn't this wasn't a down year where we just didn't get fans. <laughs> like, this was a pandemic. Things change. Yeah. You know, these and owners, I, I mean for most of these teams, and I'm sure for the people they get the fucking money. Yeah, but it's not a charity. I know it's not a charity, but uh, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. The players shouldn't be getting too greedy, and the owners should listen to. And I, and I can understand with what you're saying too. So I, I I think that if people can put greediness aside, it's tough. It's never it's so easier said than done. Uh, and, and the owners, I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. The owners are listen. The owners are plenty greedy. I'm not saying that, yeah. but but <laughs> but I'm just saying like let's give and take a little bit. 
I get it. No, I'm I'm 100 about that. I, I'm with you there. But it's like, come on, like I I you know that's the problem with MLB. They're not in the position. Like for example, like a league in the NBA has a big TV contract. I don't know because all these TV, with the exception of ESPN, most of the TV contracts are teams that are negotiated with regional broadcast companies. And like for example, the Marlins have one of the worst TV TV deals in the country, as opposed to the Yankees have their own fucking network. So you know. It's, you know, so it's not like it come from those TV contracts, but then again, I think a team like the fucking Yankees, you know, can fork up money from the Yes Network to, if they have to pay salaries, to pay salaries, but it's not a level playing field because then you're going to have teams that can't do that. So I see, I see the issues. Right. But if I'm a player, like you have, and listen, maybe if I was a player and I was a part of a union, like this is the stance that you have to take. But at the same time, it's like, Let's see if I can get a live. I, I got a I got a guy that plays for the Braves. Let me text him and see. Um, the new on the proposal for new season. I won't say his name, so we don't out him. What are you talking about? Friend that plays for mutual friend that plays for the Braves, relief pitcher. My horse racing buddy. So I just asked him what's his position on the proposed season. Let's see if we can get a live, uh, you know. Live reaction. Live reaction. That's what we're all about here. Um, all right. I know you want to I talk. guess for someone like him, sorry, one more thing, but a guy that's, you know, just got out of the minors probably wants as much protection as possible. You know, because he doesn't have the money that a, you know, uh, Frank, Freddie Freeman would have. You know? and rightfully so, but. I get it. You know, players are still paid. Like, you know, you can break up a player's salary over the course of a game, over the course, you know, there are no games being played right now. Right, that's exactly. Revenue is lost. Right. I don't know. I hope they come up with something. Well, if they only do get paid by games or like the NFL, like you, you, the NFL, you get a game check. Like in baseball, you just probably get paid by the games you play and the practices you do and any bonuses you have worked into your contract. But when you're not playing, you're not getting paid. Like that's why in the NFL, you got guys – no, they are being paid. Who, baseball players? Yeah. Well, I guess that, these are in the season. That's Yeah, they're being paid right now. Like game checks? They're being paid their salaries. I don't think they're getting paid their salaries. I'm, I'm almost positive that the, that the agreement – Maybe it's different because it's a minor league thing. I know that he just gets a, he just gets a stipend from the union. Totally different. So, okay. All right. Maybe it's different. Minor league baseball is a totally separate entity. Well, no, but he's, he's on the 50 man. He's on the what's it called? The active roster. That's the 40 man? The 25 man. man? 25 man. Whatever it is. He's on the major league roster. He's on the major league roster. And he's, he's pitching the big leagues. Then he's making the major league minimum. He's making the major league minimum. Right. So he's, minimum. he's being paid that amount. I'm going to find that. Unless it was to a certain date. Well, there must be, like, I think that it's like, for example, though, in the NFL, is that during the, I mean, it's different, but during the season, like, you have your salary, but if games aren't being, like, when, for example, when the lockout was happening, players aren't making any money because the games were getting played. That's, that's a different situation. This was, this was negotiated. Oh, they, they negotiated this. They, are, they negotiated continuing to be paid over a certain period of time, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. And the proposal, just so that people know, is is that it's a July 4th start, which is the most American thing you could possibly think of, an opening day on July 4th, um, with an 82-game schedule. I'm okay with that. And basically – I mean, that's basically for the common – like for the – like a casual baseball fan, they will probably get so many – you and I would like to enjoy watching baseball. You watch a lot more than I do because the Yankees are a lot more relevant when it comes to the Marlins sometimes. But I still deal with it. Uh, but for the average baseball fan that just wants to, like an average Yankee fan that can't sit through 160, baseball is going to gain so many new viewers that people can, people can easily, and especially there's nothing else on. That's going to be huge. huge. Yeah, I mean, and the way that they want to do the scheduling, you know, they talk about doing like the AL East will play more games against the AL East, but they'll also the regional. play more games against the regional are they still going to have the different, the different uh, divisions league. for this season? What? Are they still thinking about having the different divisions for this season? I think that has not been discussed in the latest thing. Okay. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you know, listen, I mean, people are starting. I was saying the other night, I watched an entire UFC card. Um, what, something I've never done when Conor McGregor or any of the other guys are not in it. You know, people are starving for it. And UFC's got another thing on Wednesday. I'm going to watch it. NASCAR uh, is coming back next week. Uh, the Bundesliga and the Premier League announced today. I mean, the Bundesliga, I think the last week in the Premier League. Last week. Uh, June 1st. Bundesliga uh, is going to come back later this month. So you're going to get new soccer fans. And people, I'm going to watch it. Premier League uh, announced that today? Uh, the Premier League came out today, yeah. I think June 1st. Uh, in South Florida, the, they just signed the, now this week. NBA is the, the Wednesday is the first day that teams can, uh, in most cities, like can go back to their facilities with social distancing guidelines. And the city of Miami like amended their order so that they can access the arena. I think most cities are doing that. I don't think New York can do that, but um, you know, I think the majority of cities could do that at this point. Um, well, the Knicks so, are I, I'm hearing that. I, I saw somebody. I saw a player tweet. They, today marked the second month of uh, it was in the Jared Dudley, um, but it marked the second month of no basketball. It, it stopped on March 11th, uh, and he said one more month to go. So maybe he knows something that we don't know. But that kind of drives what we're thinking is that maybe a June start for basketball, get a few more games in, start the playoffs, end the playoffs by September, and. Uh, I think what they're probably going to plan to do is maybe go into, uh, you know, and start the season like in December and then uh, then get back to normal the following year. I think they said they won't have like an all-star game or something like that. So, and if, it's, if, it's, if you're the NBA, by the way, you, um, it's, I think you said this, um, I don't know where someone did, uh, maybe I read it. But if you're the NBA, it's a perfect opportunity for all these changes that they were thinking about, like the mini tournaments and stuff like that. Fuck around with it. You know, you're, you're, you're not going to be on a traditional schedule for these next two years. Also, basketball is just a great sport for tournament-style play, as we know. So, like, it would just be fun way to – Okay, so here we go. This is a statement. I won't see exactly what they proposed. He says, Flowers is our team captain. Um, I just want to play. I'm on minimum wage, so I won't get affected too bad. Okay, so that makes sense. Look at that insight. That's right. a nice source. That's a great source. Good horse better, too. Talk about Earl Thomas. Oh, man. I mean, that was probably one of the best stories. That was one of the best stories because it, it came, Earl Thomas, I think it was on Thursday night. I think I might have sent it to you before the actual story broke the next day. On Thursday night, Earl Thomas goes on Instagram Live, but and on Instagram Live, he, he just basically says, "Listen, you know, some things happen. People say things. Apparently, there's a story coming out of me on TMZ." Yep. We got breaking news. Oh, okay. Sorry. Obama officials involved in Flynn unmasking have been declassified by Director of National Intelligence and have been delivered to the Justice Department. Whoa! What does that mean? That means that all that talk of Rick Grinnell looking to do something, he did it. And what who could, what officials can we expect? I'm not I'm not in that I'm not in that arena. That's all you. I, I, I'm just saying. Just, I mean, just it's all if, you. If, okay, if I say names. Can you give me a head nod? Sure. Okay. Uh, Barack Obama. Joe Biden. Sally Yates. Okay, that's the first head nod. Uh, Jim Comey. Um, Clapper. That's, that's an emphatic head nod. Yeah, emphatic head nod. Clapper. Okay. I mean, he, the thing is with Clapper is yeah. that... Why not Joe Biden? I Why wouldn't they just get him involved just to get him involved to smear him before the campaign? I'd do it. They did it to Trump. I don't, I don't think that it's bad precedent. It's never going to happen. Okay, that's fair. All right. Um, so you have three in a row. So no Biden, no Obama. Um, you you just wait. Andy McCabe. I mean, Andrew McCabe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? Um, oh, Robert Mueller. 
No, he probably he's prosecutorial. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Uh, but he can't get in trouble for. It would be basically. really hard. Yeah. Um, who else? Brian Stelter. Uh, he would be at the top of my list. Yeah, he'd be too. Uh, anyway. Who else? Who else? Comey Clapper. Peter Stroke. Peter Stroke. Oh yeah. Lisa Page. Uh, Lisa Sally Page. Yates. Um, Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch. Gotta be there. Gotta be there. Hello. Um, um, Susan Rice. Yeah. Um, Samantha Powers. Lock them up. Um, Throw away the kids. I would love you know to. That, you know what the sound of that is? That's jail bars. Jail bars. I I would not mind seeing Samantha Powers go to jail. Prison. I'm I'm for it. I am there. I am there for it. Um nice. Okay, do we do we have any, are these documents gonna leak tonight? Can you get can you get him on the phone, please? Who? Our papa. Okay. Can I finish Cyril Thomas story? Okay, go ahead. And then we'll get him because we yeah, can get him. That's fine. I'm gonna try to send him a link so I could see him too. Okay. I just, I just hope it doesn't turn out to be glorified. Come on. Negotiations. So what am I doing? Am I calling? Oh, so I'm telling that. So, so yeah. So Earl Thomas. Back to Earl Thomas. Uh, that Thursday, but he puts up this video on Instagram, and he says, like, listen, uh, there's going to be some stuff coming out of me on TMZ here in the next few days or the next day. Uh, things happen in my life, you know, in life, you just got to take care of and move on from and I'll be a better man because of it. So what do you think when you see that, bud? Everybody was thinking that Earl Thomas, you know, maybe was involved in some type of domestic dispute, right? Yep. Uh, maybe he's in trouble with the law, right? Yep. So, um, or, you know, something terrible happened, right? Yep. So what it turns out to be, TMZ puts the story out the next day. And none of the above. I mean, it was just crazy fucking story. Apparently, his wife logged on to his Snapchat by using his Snapchat credentials to see his current location. And it put him at some house. So she goes over there and she gets to the house and it's Earl Thomas, his brother, Seth Thomas, and uh, chicks in the bed. They're just having a fucking orgy. And she puts a gun to his head, loads it. And, you know, he makes it out, but poof, what a story. That's like, is, something out of, uh, that's like something out of the movie, what's it called? Uh, this is a great line from the Post article on this New York Post. On the, oh, the Earl Thomas? On Earl Thomas. Okay. Um, he was not arrested. He was the victim, if anything. He was. Absolutely. I know, but it's just, a, you never hear that, you never hear the story go you that never way. Hear, yeah, you never do, you never do. I mean, it's like something out of fucking any given Sunday, you know? It's like, Pretty so wild. That, to me, I mean, that's life in the NFL, man. That's why I love it. You know, you got to love it. Got to so, love it. I'm sure they're going to be dealing with some, some marital stuff. So let's see. Am I calling Papa? I'm trying to – hold on. I'm, I was trying to get the link, but well, – let's see. Oh, fuck. What happened? Stupid. What happened? Nothing. Um, I'm just going to call him. Okay. Judgment Day. Judgment Day is upon us. Did you see? Uh, you're here live on the show. Welcome back. We love you. Thank you very much. What are you eating? Nothing. Oh, so you, like, you had something in your mouth. Like you're moving around your... Okay. What, you got dentures in or something? No, no dentures. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, we're talking about the breaking news we just broke on the podcast about uh, a patriot, a true American patriot, Richard Grinnell, um, basically taking down the entire faux... Uh, Russia hoax investigation uh, one day at a time exposing the Obama administration 
And today, uh, Brian, can you break the news? You can't break the news. Well, uh, I mean, I'll just tell him what the tweet said if he didn't see it yet. Yeah, we tweeted something to you. It says... Can you check Twitter? Okay. All right, thank you. No, you can you can no be on the phone, but just go to Twitter. There you go. Okay. I mean, it's like we're asking you to fucking find the Dead Sea Scrolls. Are you still there? I I would never leave you. Okay, hold on. New York. Okay, hold on. Uh, Obama officials are non-essential. Click it. Tell them to click it. Click it. Go and scroll down. Obama officials involved in Flynn unmasking have declassified by Director of National Intelligence and have been left delivered to the Justice Department. Okay. Instant reaction. Um, well, I think the chickens are coming home to roost. Can you expound? No doubt. And everybody was convinced that Hillary would win so that this would never become an issue. So they had to scramble. And that they had their insurance policy, according to Peter Strzok and his paramour, Lisa Page. Great word. And Great word. And There's no coverage. There's a policy exclusion, baby. And that's Donald J. Trump. Well, that's right. And, and Rick Brunel is just, he's the vessel right now. And Bill Barr, he's going to go down as the greatest attorney general in the history of this country. Zero doubt in my mind. So who do you expect to be? Uh, who do you expect to be uh, summoned by the uh, Justice Department? Who do you think these officials are that have been delivered? Comey, Brennan. Oh yeah, Tyler. Brennan. Yeah. Maybe Susan Rice. Samantha Power. Remember, I, I mentioned that to you this evening. You are your son's father. Gotcha. Interesting. They were all in on. They were all in on the conspiracy. Okay. I don't think Obama will ever be touched. But who knows? Tell him. Tell him to hold on one second. Hold on. And I will say that. And I'll say this. Yeah. The fact that Obama came out over this weekend with those three thousand people on the phone call and the leak of the transcript, they are sweating bullets right now. What happened? What happened? That's a long conference call. Yeah, that's a conspiracy theory. Basically, he came out and he said that the rule of law, because of Flynn's exoneration, was dead. Here's my prediction. Tell him to hold on. I did not see that. No, you haven't said that to me. But what? But Brian has a prediction. One second. Nothing is going to come of this. Nothing will happen. Zero people will be charged, and we'll all go on with our lives. That's my prediction. He says nothing is going to come of this. Nothing will happen. Zero people will be charged, and we will all go on with our lives. Well, we will all go on with our lives for sure. Uh, I, I'm not so sure he's right. I, I agree. I think it's – I think, yeah, I I, think, like you said, the – Would you say it's time to start getting Guantanamo ready? Is the, uh, um, uh, I would say that it may be time. Okay, good to know. And what were we going to say about John Durham, Brian? I was just going to let people know that he's a uh, um, state attorney. Or not a state attorney, um, a U.S. attorney. Yeah, and good for him. No, I'm just letting him know because he's the one that's doing this investigation. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes.
So uh, do you think Biden will be named in this? Well, Biden was in the uh, January 5th meeting yeah. in the Oval Office. Uh, so he knew what was going on. And the whole point of this is that they wanted to take down Trump. Yeah. The whole point of this is and that nothing's going to happen. Of the memo 15 minutes after inauguration on the 20th that basically said that Obama wanted everybody to go by the book. She mentioned that twice, gotcha. by the book. And what and book is that? that? That's criminal culpability. Right no, no doubt. I mean, as a former prosecutor, I, I'm drafting up the information as we speak. I'd like, you know what, that's, a, you know, that is probably the most poignant point uh, on this whole thing, Papa, is uh, perp walks. I mean, they, they embarrass, I actually knew a, an attorney that lives right next to, uh, that lives right next to Roger Stone in Fort Lauderdale. Grew up, I mean, the guys lived there for years, knows the Stones very well, and no, no one in the neighborhood got, you know, obviously not going to get warning, but they, everyone in the neighborhood's woken up by this. They, they're like, what, they, they don't do this for for, for hardened criminals, for murderers, for druggies, you know, and they did that to him. So I, I, you're right. I hope there is a perp walk. I believe there has to be. Because it shatters the, the due process of these, of these individuals when they do these things. I would love that. He, he'd look like, um, what's it called? Um, like the character in Twas a Night Before, the, the Tim Burton Night Before Christmas movie, that, that ragdoll-y character. That's how I picture Jim Comey walking. Spineless. Spineless. And a, and a traitor. And, and, and a traitor. Oh, my God. One of the biggest in our, in our country's history. If not the biggest. Uh, I got one more question before I let you go. How much does an Oscar weigh? 6.9 pounds. I love you. Love you. Love you Be well. You okay? I'm okay, good. I miss you. Watch your billions. Oh, I to, I'm going to watch it after this. Okay. All right, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. See, he's like me. He's probably horny as fuck, too. You know? But they, they video chat, I think. Women. So, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, that was amazing. I love having him on. I know it's very nice. It's always nice. <laughs> Where do we go from here? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm gonna check on my slip piece suit. I'll tell you that much. Let us know. Yeah. I mean, listen. There really isn't much to talk about. We have NASCAR coming back on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I like NASCAR. Love NASCAR. Uh, and there's going to be racing like nonstop to make up for this. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun, and um, you know, we're billions was good. This episode was good. Watch it, it. It's a great show. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Great show, Shit's Creek, hilarious show, great fucking show. Okay, I'll check it out. One of the funniest shows I've ever watched in my life. Really? Yeah. Funniest show you've ever watched in your life? Yeah. That's it, saying something. Oh, man, look at that. One of the most laugh-out-loud funny shows I've ever watched. Really? Yeah. Some praise. Yeah. I mean, if you like Eugene Levy, like, he's... I do like Eugene Levy. Is, is Shit's Creek, is that with Ashton Kutcher? No, it's with Eugene Levy, his son, and... Um, Eugene Levy's real son, or...? Real son. Who's, What's his name? Who's gay. Oh, of course. Um... And Catherine O'Hara, who played the mother in Home Alone. Wow. What was that? Catherine O'Hara, who played the mother in Home Alone. How does she look these days? She's fucking hilarious. She's she looks fine, fine. I mean, she looks fucked up because like she plays like a drugged up fucking former Hollywood socialite. But, so is this kind of like um, shameless almost? Um, 
kind of they it's a it's about a family. I never finished Shameless. Did you finish it? What? I never finished Shameless. Oh, it's one of my favorite shows. I'm still like, you know, sometimes I just when a show loses me, uh I you know, and, and it's it's a fault of mine. Of my many faults. I just, just disconnect from it. Like Westworld, it lost me. Just how I say that um that this is one of the funniest shows I've ever watched, Frank Gallagher is one of the greatest TV characters of all time. Absolutely. I agree there. I, I agree there wholeheartedly. Gets better and better like a fine bottle of wine. It's a great-looking split pea soup. Sorry, I just have to give myself a tip of the cap. Kiss, you know, kiss the chef. All right. Well, listen. I got to go walk my dog. Please. I don't want to hold you from that. Wear your mask. Always. Always. Like, the thing was, uh, is, listen, walking through an apartment building, you live in an apartment. If you live in love a good oh, <laughs> 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 This microphone's amazing. It's on your face. Did you see it fall on the screen? I did. Oh, that's, I mean, is that not us? That's us. I mean, what other way? I mean, it fits our description well. It's the only right. thing between us is a smear of split pea soup. I love a good split pea soup, man. I would love this to taste one, yours. This one is, I, I think you would like it. It's a little spicy uh, because Publix has this jerk pork shoulder. You get some of that, you cook that down. Then you add some broth, low sodium, chicken broth. With the split piece. Oh, you don't need that much chicken broth because you added some water there with your with your pork and it made its own nice spicy, spicy broth. And then you put these uh these split peas, you don't have to soak them. Uh the Publix ones are pre-soaked, most of them are pre-soaked. You throw those in, you do that for about you put it all together, you pressure cook it on your instant pot, 10 minutes on high, then you don't open it immediately. I mean, that's number one rule in the split pea game. Natural release, 15 minutes. So that's 25 total sealed minutes in the Instant Pot. 10 to cook, 15 natural release. This one is a little longer because we're recording here, but the longer, almost the better, the creamier it is. And the split pea putt is probably one of the most fascinating foods out there because I, I don't know how you can get this consistency out of it. You know, by, you're not adding cream and nothing like that. So it really is a nice, you know, great thing. And lentils as well. So not interested in that. That was a nice rundown, huh? Just because I've seen your leftover lentils. That's fair. No, no, you didn't see my leftover lentils. You saw you saw white chicken chili. Oh, right. Sorry. Which is really nice. Almost the same thing. That was nice. That's, um, that's uh, what's it called? Pandemic split pea. Pandemic split pea? Uh -huh. I like that. That's All right, listen. I'm going to walk my dog. Enjoy it. Enjoy being outside. Everybody, thank you for uh, tuning nice in. Yeah, real, and listen, I, I like these episodes so much more when we don't go buy a book. We just talk. and. Well, the, you see, the listeners don't know is that we were talking for about half an hour before this episode. Yeah. Catching up, talking about life. And it, was, and it was recordable. It was good content. It was really recordable. You know, so. That's All right, listen. Spread the schmear. Oh my god, that's good. Um, and if you don't have the jerk pork, by the way, any 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 meat will suffice. You know, with a bone, any bone-in meat. But you gotta make sure you get some sort of seasoning to do it up. You know, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna not have your good play, maybe add some onions, maybe a little more foie before. I'm just saying, onions. That's onions, carrots, celery. But. I I have nothing else to say. On that note, see ya.